Welcome back to the next installment of the Coaches Series. Please enjoy the next question with Tom Donahue and Tyler Dale. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. There was a boy who had a band of brothers. He left to meet and counsel in the wilderness of Maine. He left to meet and counsel in the wilderness of Maine. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. And if you asked him who it was he lived for. You guys have both been coaches for a long time, and I mean, dealing with parents and all that stuff, what motivates you guys to, to come back and be coaches each year? I'm sure a lot of it is the player. I know, for me, I just, I love baseball. You know, I love sports. Um, I love working with kids, but I love baseball. Um, like I said, my mom coached me growing up and helped me to fall in love with the game. Um, I, I used to watch every baseball game I could possibly watch on TV. Every summer we would go to Denver and watch some Rockies games. Um, I, I just love the game. I think there's been situations in my life that uh, baseball has kind of helped me to stay positive and to stay focused and uh, mm -hmm. given me something to work towards. So one, I love the game of baseball and want to share that with as many people as possible. Um, I think that there are so many life lessons that can be learned through the game. Um, some of my best friends in the world and some of my best memories have been made through the game of baseball. So I also, I've, I've sat down and thought about it before and I feel like I could trace almost every single good thing that has ever happened to me to baseball. Um, I feel like camp is a huge part of who I am and I went there to coach baseball going to camp helped me realize that, oh, I can be away from home and be just fine. So that helped me to move to Houston, um, which then helped me to meet my wonderful girlfriend. Um, just all these different things that you know, have happened in my life because of baseball. And then, of course, the kids. Um, I, my whole thing is building relationships. I want to keep in touch with my kids. You know, there's camp kids that I talk to all the time. I just heard from one of my former students who is now a junior. He was mine when he was in fifth grade. Um, I follow my baseball boys and try to go watch them any chance I can get. So, one, I love the game, and two, I genuinely care about my kids. So that's what kind of keeps me coming back. Tom, how do you feel? Why do you keep coming back? Definitely, it's obviously the kids that keep you coming back. For me, it keeps me young. Yeah, that, that, <laughs> as, as much as 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 much as that sounds crazy, um, you know, being around the kids makes me makes me feel like I'm still young. Because um, I do enjoy the game, and I do still get involved. You know, you can, you know, ask Tyler. There's nothing I like more than going out and playing third base for both teams and you know, getting up and getting a few at-bats and, you know, I'm over 50 years old now and I still get to do it. And, you know, how many 50-year-old people, guys get a chance to go out and play baseball with kids every day. Um, so it's a great job. Um, the other thing that I've been just been so lucky over the years is that I have been um, a part of great coaching staffs. And it wasn't by accident. 
because I always sought out people to work with that I had a good relationship to begin with, that I knew their coaching style, I knew what they wanted, I knew how they did things. And the biggest thing about coaching is not really coaching together, uh, about coaching with those guys is not um, the friendship that you, that you form through coaching. I mean, you start off, you know, knowing guys, but then once you, you get into the, you get through a season with somebody, you become very close friends with, with those people. Mm -hmm. And even with, you know, my baseball staffs, you know, I had Tyler for, I don't even know if I had Tyler for two years. I think I might've only had Tyler for one year. Um, But every one of those kids that work in my baseball staff, you know, have become my guys, you know, through the years. You know, those are all my guys. Um, and that's what coaching does for you is it's uh, coaching is, a, is you, you hear it all the time. Coaching is a fraternity mm-hmm. um, and it's a very tight knit community, a very tight knit, you know, fraternity where, where um, everybody's got each other's back. You always, you know, you always have to protect each other and you always have to stick with each other. And there's not a lot of thing play, you know, it, it, it's different than a lot of jobs in the world where people are trying to get ahead of one another, mm-hmm. you know, in coaching people are trying as a group to get to one goal. And that's very different from real life. And I think that's one of the, the greatest things about coaching is, is is being part of something that's bigger than you. For sure. That would agree. Also, I think it's cool that, like, if Tom sat down and made a list of all of the kids that he coached that are now coaches or are going to be coaches, you know, think about the impact that he's been able to have throughout his, what, would you say, 96 years of coaching? <laughs> so, a bunch of them are coaching with us now. Yeah, I mean, you like you are you're creating the next that next group of coaches, and hopefully, you know, I can impact at least one of those kids to someday grow up and, and coach as well and share the game with the next. Yeah, that's a big part of it, and and the thing is, you is is you see it early, and you see it's, it's not always the best player. Um, you know, you can always, I you know, you you can always tell. Um, kids all the time. I, I got a, I got a sad story. I want to, I, I just, I have to share with you just because um, it happened very recently. Um, I had a, a, a kid that, that played for, that played for me um, 2003, 2004, 2005 in that area. Um, he was a pitcher. Tyler, he reminds me a lot of you personality-wise. Good guy. Boston accent, <laughs> and, and, uh, and he, he had a fresh mouth. Um, he liked to talk back. He, he thought he, he thought he had all the, he, he knew, he, he, he thought he always thought he knew better. No, <laughs> but he was a lot like you. He was a junk ball pitcher. Um, the toughest kid I ever met. Um, he went, he used to go out and pitch in the biggest games against the best teams. And he would go out there with absolutely nothing except a 
big, huge heart. Here you get it, you get it, a huge heart. But he went out there and he fought his way through a game and he could, and he would, um, and his father came up to me and he said, I want um, Doug to, to coach with me this summer in Babe Ruth. Do you think that's a good idea or do you think he should play somewhere? I said, I think you and I both know the answer to that. He said, yeah, I know the answer. I, I said, Doug's not going to be a baseball player. Doug's going to be a baseball coach. Mm-hmm. And his father said, I know that, and he knows that, and that's why we're talking about it. So he started coaching with his father at the Bay Ruth level. Mm-hmm. Um, then he joined our staff at St. Mary's for several years as our freshman coach. Um, he moved up as um, to the JV coach and then um, as a varsity assistant um, with our 2015 team that won the state championship. Um, uh, then he got an he got an opportunity to to leave. He got an, an opportunity to be the top assistant at Lynn English High School, which, which is another. And he and it killed him to leave us, but we pushed him out the door. We said, Talia, we we said, um, Doug, you know, you 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 gotta go if you want to advance. You got to go. And this is the, the next job for you. And this is the right job for you. And a year after he took that top assistant job, the coach left and he got the head coaching job. And he was a young guy at the time. He was, you know, 29 years old. He was a head high school baseball coach um, uh, for four seasons. And he turned a program that was kind of languishing. He turned it around. He implemented a lot of the things that we we did at we did at St. Mary's. He you know got all the kids to buy in. What was not co- it was an inner city school. It was not an easy place for him to coach. But um, I had to um, I had to go to Doug's weight class Friday. Mm-hmm to his funeral on Saturday. Mm-hmm. Um, out of nowhere when he was, um, you know, we've all, we've all lived a similar story. Um, out of nowhere, he found out he had cancer mm-hmm. and um, it just ravaged him. And he coached two seasons with it. And last season, the season got canceled. He was ready to go even though he was going through treatment and everything. Um, and he was trying to hang on and, and, you know, see if he could get through this, but he fought, he, he fought it as, as, as long as he could. And he just, he, he, he didn't have, he didn't have any more fight in him. And it was just, it was just so aggressive. And um, so he passed last week and that was one of the toughest things I've ever had to go through was going, through, you know, not only one of my favorite players, but through a young kid that coached with us and, you know, celebrated state championship with us. And, you know, we got to play against him a couple of times and, and, you know, we, we beat him and he would be so mad at us. And, you know, but he was just a kid that we loved and I loved him for his toughness and he never proved that how tough he was then during that, the last four years when he was, you know, 
in the battle for his life. And I don't think he had the missed a practice or a game during that time. Mm-hmm. Uh, might've been different last year if we had played a season, but um, we didn't get to play. Um, and the, I'll use the Forrest Gump line of, and that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> well, I think it's incredible that you literally started the relationship when he was your player. And I think that really shows how much athletics and sports can do for not only like obvious, obvious, obvious like physical stuff, but the relationships and really who it, who it makes you as a person as well. Yeah, he was a, fr- he was a freshman in high school. Yeah. And we cool. never lost touch. You know, he always – he was he was he was that kid that was always around. You know, he was always looking to how can I help out? Yeah. What can I do? And he became a great coach and a great leader of young men. And to watch his his team on Friday and Saturday made me very proud of the lives that he touched. Right. Through through his time through his years that he had there. That was, it was, it was awesome. It was, it, it wasn't awesome at the time, but it was awesome when you think about it to watch, you know, the impact that he had on those kids. And Definitely. I mean, I thank you for sharing yeah. that. I know that was really hard. So. Yeah, it was, it was tough. And, you know, and, and we went through it at, at Coapacy, you know, with, with one of our special guys, Nick, and, Mm-hmm. We all went through it, and um, we saw how tough he was. Mm-hmm. You know, he would never back out of anything. And, and Doug was the same way. They had similar personalities. Um, Doug was a better baseball player than, than, <laughs> Nick, than was. Nick was. But I got to spend a lot of time with Nick because baseball is a non-contact sport, and he was allowed to spend a lot of time with me. So I got to know him really well and and um life isn't fair sometimes thanks for listening to the second episode of the coaches series with tom donahue and tyler dale check back in with us after the holidays for the third episode